And uh, I want to apologize to my host here because I'm probably going to do a lot of cussing. <laughs> and is. and my disclaimer is I may talk shit about a demographic. I may talk shit about some people. But just want you to know that I love everybody equally. I am not racist. I hate everyone equally. <laughs> well, I figure we, 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 we don't shock the audience right away. We kind of break them in easy. Eventually, we're going to end up with the three Bs, and that's booties, blunts, and I'll say booze, all right? Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. All right. Let's get it rolling. Have you ever felt? Are you listening? Damn. I'm here with a very special guest. His name is none other than Frank Xavier Contreras. Woo! Thank you very much. And for those that do know me, uh, a.k.a. Boogie, a.k.a. your mama's boyfriend. So, uh, all the AKAs. Yeah, I want to give a shout-out, though, before we get started to all my peoples out there that can't be here. First, I want to give a shout-out to, uh, of course, my girl, representing Jersey City in the house via okay. Poland. What's up, Aga, baby? I love you. We want to give a shout-out to Nat Dog, Natty. What you doing? I know right now you're representing and holding down Finland. You show them what Elizabeth, New Jersey's like. Yep. And I want to give a shout-out to the Bricks. And I definitely want to give a shout-out to Brooklyn. And to all my people on the West Coast, Southern and Northern Cal, what's up, fools? I hope y'all hanging. I know it's a little early for y'all, so when you wake up, peep this shit out, all right? Oh, okay. Uh, wait, what happened? So we got, we got some people in the kitchen, and by people out there in the kitchen that want to hear this podcast. Look so. at that. Look at look that. At that. Right. Shout out. Shout out to here our girl, go. Andrea, who is holding down Mexico here on, uh, on uh, what are we this? at? Fifth Avenue and like uh, 20... 27th, 28th. I mean, we've been working here for the last three years, but we don't even know what neighborhood we're working. <laughs> so, welcome to New York, ladies and gentlemen. We're just trying to get through the day, all right? No, we do want to give a special thanks out to Mexico for um, hosting us and, uh, you know, uh, allowing us to uh, take a corner here of the bar and just uh, do what we do and what Richard does best. So, That's right. And you know, next time I'm going to be asking for some money, so um, get ready. Well, then you better pass some this way, okay? <laughs> so uh, what's good, my friend? Yeah, not much, not much. This is, you know, informal, just catching up. I know... You know, we've been friends for almost three years now. You know, wow. we've been working together been for that three long? years. Yeah, yeah boy. It feels like 20. <laughs> I'll just say like, that. Working joke. together or uh, friends together? <laughs> friends. Well, both, my friend. Both, okay? Both. Uh, right. We do slave for the man. I'm not going to tell you who the man is because currently he is paying my check. That's right. So until I no longer get paid by that man, I will keep him anonymous. That's right. Um, so every once in a while when we're... Um, Taking a break from working from the man, we uh, come over here on Friday afternoons and get some drinks. No, so, no, uh, we do wait. not drink during work hours. Oh, Who's yeah, right. Oh. I mean, no, 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 no. My no. bad. I mean, no, 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 no. when I say come get on. some drinks, I mean like a grape juice. Iced tea? Yeah, you know. Iced tea uh, with uh, some ice cube. Exactly. All it to my West Coast. With a little umbrella in it, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, with a little <laughs> umbrella in it. <laughs> uh, so true. No, we do not go back to work buzz. Not at all. You know, right now we're just after work. Right. Yeah. So yeah. this is happy hour after work. I, oh, happy hour though. Okay. Good. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. That, well, right. I wish I was in Colorado or California, <laughs> or maybe even Amsterdam, because I wouldn't be drinking. <laughs> I would be in a different bar or cafe, I should say. Smoke weed every day. And just so you guys know, we're having breakfast for happy hour. That's right. Oh <laughs> what? my god. 
Huevos rancheros with shrimp and huevos rancheros with pork. Ooh. My goodness. If Boy. you guys could see this right now, mm, you can is... see this right now. There's avocado, there's salsa, there's corn fried tortillas. My God. And I'm about to end the podcast Wait, right now because I got to eat. You know what? Take me back. What we going to do right here is go back. Way back. Back into time. How did you even get here to New York, you know? Ooh, yeah. Because uh, you're originally from Cali. I am originally from California. I was actually born in Arizona, believe it or not. Uh, crossed the border. Barely made, came a U.S. citizen by a matter of inches. My mom was smart enough to cross the border and have her children on the American side. This is now... Pre-Donald Trump, ladies and you gentlemen. Sure you, want, you sure we want that information out there? They well, might come for your birth certificate. Well, <laughs> he, he, you can look, Donald. You know, worst case scenario, you send me back, I will use El Chapo's tunnel to get back here. So whatever you, unless you seal in that tunnel with concrete, I will find a way back. Um, but my family moved to California just months after my birth. And I uh, was raised in California and moved out to New York shortly after, you know, September 9-11, rest in peace. Um, and I came out here close to 15 years ago. Damn. And it was really just to finish school and to check a different scenery. Growing up in California, people kept asking me if I was from back east. I wasn't sure why. Why, why would they ask that? Like, what makes you say that? Mm-hmm. Oh, my loud mouth. Oh, got you. <laughs> that, that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect is sense. Is that the, the only qualification for coming from the East Coast? Is just... Well, you know, you East Coasters, I love y'all, but you guys just don't know how to shut your mouth. And uh, I have uh, picked it up, you know, uh, through osmosis. As you want to say. So I would no, say I that you've more out. than perfected that art. All oh, right. thank you. Thank you. I, I'm going to say that's a compliment, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I'm going to take that as a compliment. So, uh, unlike my Ghanaian brother here... Uh, Whoa now. Careful well, what words you choose, man. <laughs> You're going to have the whole continent of Africa on your ass. Even I never freeze. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you got to see Black Panther. I haven't even seen it yet, and I'm say, already hyped about gonna it. You're going to have fictional characters from Wakanda coming. What do you know up. about Ghana? You know? <laughs> you know? Textiles and all that stuff. All up front. All up front. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's a plug to Marvel. How y'all doing out there? You know, definitely are excited to see uh, Black Panther. My boy and I, I think it's a daily basis we Hell talk about yeah, this. yeah, we talk about oh it every gosh. day. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, those trailers, I mean, excuse my language, but I think I get close to a hard on every time I see those trailers. So so I got to preface that okay. we are both creatives, you know, and obviously we work oh, together. Right. Um, we do right. a lot of digital media, design, art, you know, fine art, everything. And so Creative we, nut job. <laughs> so that's why we really appreciate the sort of things that we're seeing in this trailer. And we are always talking about it. We're talking about comic books and the whole Marvel versus DC universe. Yep. You know, it's just a crazy and inspiring and just you know you just want to you just can't wait to go see these movies right yeah and, and no offense to you dc fans and um, batman probably to this day is still my favorite uh, fictional character but uh yeah hands down marvel is kicking dc's ass and i had to say it i just True have story. to say it you know get it off my chest True story. um it's just it is what it is i don't care if stanley's a you know, has sexual harassment cases after him. And I don't really care about any of that stuff. What I care about is good movies and good stories. <laughs> right now, Marvel's doing that, wow. ladies and gentlemen. And Disney, do wow. me a favor, Disney. Do me a damn favor. Get your damn ass out of the creative team's coolie. 
<laughs> let them do what they got to do and quit chopping up, you know, good good movies. And that goes for the Star Wars franchise as well. You know, I'm going to throw a disclaimer in here at this point that the views <laughs> expressed by the guests on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the host. So, ladies, you know, I, I respect your agency. So, you know, any sexual harassment suits going on in Hollywood, you know, I'm not about that. We're not about that. Absolutely you know, not. So, absolutely yeah, not. Yeah, just, no. Uh, throwing uh, that out there. No, absolutely not. There's never, there's never an excuse for that. And that's on a serious note, ladies and gentlemen. But if you're really good looking, you best be, you know, covering up from head to toe. No, I'm just Whoa joking. Now. No, no, no. That's a joke. <laughs> no stab. No stab. Either. That's a joke. It's like you, you rose out of that grave and then you started digging again. <laughs> you know, it's comfortable down there. It's nice and warm. And then when it's hot, it's cool. You know what I mean? So I was like, you know, it's nice six feet under. You know. God forbid. So, uh, what you drinking over there? I'm having, so, look, I, I'm a, uh, you know, I love Biggie, and I love the, I mean, we'll put him on the map with Juicy. And if you don't know, now you know, you know. I don't like my the drinks juicy. I don't like them sweet. <laughs> I, I'm a tequila and soda, or I'm a just tequila straight up kind of guy. But, you know, we've been coming to Mexico for... What, Quite three a while. years? Almost, <laughs> for a while. Yeah, almost the whole time. <laughs> and our girl, shout out again to Andrea for putting us up here at Mexico. Yeah, yeah. She made me a margarita. Mm-hmm. I think about, I don't know, before the holidays, I'd say less than a month ago. Okay. And it blew my mind. I'm sorry, it blew my mind. Is that right? It was yeah. that good. And so I'm drinking a margarita right now. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. He's I, Mexican. What you going to do? I sound like, like a typical <laughs> tourist going to some, you know, Mexican franchise that probably isn't owned by anybody Mexican. And, and yet she makes a killer margarita. So um, that's go. what I'm having. And uh, what are you having? Um, so, you know, I, I like to switch it up on Andrea every once in a while. So usually. she said. Hey, whoa. Oh, I'm sorry. Whoa, I'm sorry. Hey. I'm sorry. A little. So, <laughs> so, you know, I got into a, a little mode where I was getting a, what was it called? A Palmero. Uh, you know, for a while, and Palmero As was I a, at the menu. a spike. Palmero was a bourbon iced tea, limeade, and fresh mint and syrup. But you know, today I'm kind of feeling different. You know, Frank got his margarita, switched it up from his regular, you know, tequila and soda, and so I got a bootleg today. And a bootleg is just a, like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but a bootleg is actually a bourbon, fresh lemon juice. Lem- what is it? Lime juice, lime juice, mint, and club soda. See, and I feel so much more manly that he's having the bootleg. <laughs> because with the spike palmetto, ladies and gentlemen, there was fresh mint and hey, mint hey. syrup. You know what? Haters gonna hate. Haters you know? Hate. You know how I know? <laughs> nah, I'm not gonna go there. Stop, stop, stop. Love stop. to my LGBT community. I did not mean anything by that. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, and apparently there's a bit of a secret ingredient in here that I don't know, but it, it tastes delicious as all. It's called love. It's called love. There's Thank a lot you, of love in that Thank drink. You, Dre. I love There's you, a lot baby. of love in that I drink. I hope you can taste the love. Where is the love? Shout out to the Black Eyed Peas. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to commercials. We'll be right back. Ain't no, no commercials here. <laughs> no? Right, you know what? <laughs> well, you can't be saved by commercials. I got to try these start, up. Start digging into your huevos. I, I'm about to. I'm about to, ladies and gentlemen. They're made out of uh, you got some shrimp. shrimp in there. Yeah, and some salsa, avocado. Try mine, too. Omega some... fatty acids. Excuse Ooh. me. Do we do we got to tell them that we've been working out hard? Oh, oh, we was getting there. Cause I, because, you know, the only reason I'm having these fried tortillas is because I've been working out hard yeah so if you didn't know frank and i are in beast mode this year i mean Mm -hmm. we started in beast mode last year but we just kicked it up a notch this year Mm -hmm. we've been going to the gym 
every day of this week, mm-hmm. right? Early in the morning, crack a dawn. And not just to share at the girls in tights. I, I guarantee you. <laughs> it's really just... Uh, I wasn't going to say all of that now, but... So, you know... Well, the we, people that know me know that that's... That's, that's, that's they, his they thing. That's well, yeah. <laughs> you know, you can look all you want. Many times have you gone shopping and not bought a thing? That's probably been my life since my t- mid-20s. I don't have money to shop, but I have eyes to look. Oh, my God. Right? And for all of you who are like, didn't he say he was married? Didn't he shout out his girl early yeah, at the yeah, beginning? Yeah, yeah. I, I am married, and she's... She, yeah. she knows. She knows. She knows. She's she well knows aware. She signed the, 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 the agreement. She read all the fine print. Mm. How are the huevos on chill? They're fantastic. Are this is delicious. That Thank salsa you. is not your typical salsa, right? Oh, that is. Oh man, it's got slamming. Thank you. Yeah, this, this place just took it up a notch. I'm a breakfast guy. I don't know about you, Rich, but I love breakfast. I don't know I, about I you. I love breakfast too. It's the best meal of the day. I, I can have it three times a day. Although that whole three times a day eating again, it's a made up concept. You guys don't have to eat. I've been trying this intermittent <laughs> fasting. Let me tell you about this thing. Uh-huh. You know, the first week, yeah, it, it sucks. Uh, I'm being told that as, as the more I do it, the the better my body will adjust, and I, you know, I won't feel like I'm starving and I'm in Ethiopia somewhere. No disrespect to <laughs> Ethiopia. <laughs> no disrespect. Stomach's bubbling. No disrespect. <laughs> but I felt like I literally was going to just faint uh, the other day when I tried it for the first time. I saw, I told myself I was going to do just 16 hours, no eating. Drinking water with a little salt to give you your minerals, your sodium, and all that stuff so you don't... little iced coffee, no cream, ladies and gentlemen. And I said, you know what? I can do this. I can do this. Well, I didn't account for uh, commuting. I didn't account for, like, getting home and still having to prepare dinner. energy. Yeah, that the 16 hours ended up turning to close to 20 hours. And I went from, like, being starving to the pain no longer being there to, like... Um, yeah, I think I'm about to faint. <laughs> and uh, I think I've been hungry ever since. So explain to our listening audience yeah. why you decided to take such drastic measures. Yeah, good good question. I think that's the question of the year right there. You're like, why not just, you know, you, so many concepts, so many fitness gurus, you know, do this, do that. You know, eat 20 small meals a day. You know, eat, don't eat past eight. Don't do this. Don't do that. Like, I got tired of that, Rich. I really got tired of trying to hear someone else tell me what to do. Look, no one's body is built the same. No one is no one no two people are alike, right? I get that. Mm-hmm. So what what's going on here is that I, I've done it all and I I think I, I always get to a point where like I feel good and there's always that stubborn belly fat. Yeah, I, I know. About five billion of you know what I'm talking about. You got nice firm arms, you got a nice tush, you're doing squats, you're looking good. And then all of a sudden you get down to right right by that belly button, and there's that belt that you just can't get rid of. It's just a little extra meat to love, right? Well, well yeah, I guess if you like that kind of stuff, you know. I'd like to, you know, occasionally see what is, what's under all that wrapping. And so I figure that, you know, this is going to help me burn the fat that I just can't get with a workout and with a, you know, a strict diet. And let's be honest, ladies and gentlemen. You can be as dedicated as you want, as motivated as, as you can be. There comes a point where you just want a burger. Or <laughs> maybe a burger in a Krispy Kreme donut. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But Deep fried everything. Oh, God, yes. Yes. I mean, deep fried broccoli would be fine with me right now. So... You got to enjoy yourself. You know, we're, we're, we're human. You're going to crack if you, if you don't. So 
I really do believe that you know you have to enjoy and have some pleasures because if you don't, you're not gonna you're you're not gonna make it to the finish line. It's a marathon, ladies and It's not a sprint. So um, that's why I started doing it, Rich. I started doing it because um, I'm hoping that with the fasting through the fasting process. That stubborn fat that just doesn't want to go anywhere will have no choice but to, you know, yeah, call no, it bon voyage. I feel like our generation, healthy lifestyles become so important. Like, it's just not enough anymore just to just take it casually. You got to work and work and work on it. And it's like if you see other people who aren't, like, actively working on it, you're like, what are you doing with your life? You know, your your 60-year-old self is not going to thank you later. Like, you know? I know, and you're absolutely right. It, 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 it's not. You know, it's not. I think I saw, read, post, whatever, a meme. I don't care. Well, these days, who knows where you get all your information from all right. over the place. But the reason we hit our golden age bad is not because of age, because we've gone up in numbers, but because of the lack of mobility that is what it falls down to and you say okay as i get older i just don't have the strength or i just don't have the energy or i just don't <clears throat> disclaimer bullshit shout out to sting out there i heard that he still does yoga and he's 155 ladies and gentlemen and he doesn't have to drink blood to stay young <laughs> you can stay mobile it doesn't mean you have to work out 40 hours in the gym and lift 400 pound weights at age 65 you can do yoga you can go for a walk you can do things the key is to stay mobile it's to stay mobile as much as possible and your diet is what i found out to be 89 if not 99 percent of it is in the kitchen um and you're talking to someone that i haven't been on a diet for a year or two i've been on a diet for about 163 years <laughs> something like that yeah so you know i've gotten used to a lot of different uh, i've tried it all and um so I'll let you know how this intermittent fasting goes. It's new to me, um, but everyone that's, that does it says it's it's done wonders for them. I don't recommend it, and I heard it's supposed to be different for females because of estrogen levels and yada, yada. And, right. and again, if you're breastfeeding, um, and the Surgeon General does suggest not to fast. So um, if you're pregnant, um, fasting is probably not a good idea. Yo, I love how this just became like <laughs> an infomercial for like healthy living, green living, and, you know, dieting. We'll this is the last to... thing. This is the last thing I expected us to talk about on well, this podcast. Well, you and me, at least. You know. Well, I figure we we, we we don't shock the audience right away. We kind of break them in easy. Eventually, we're going to end up with the three B's, and that's booties, blunts, and booze. I'll say booze. All right. Oh my god! Wow. You know, and very accurate. Very accurate. You know, I was almost expecting. And I've got this list here. Like, if if you know Frank, like, what he is known for is, like... Such a nice guy, by the way. <laughs> like, he, you know, he's very unique in his way of thinking, which is amazing, which is why we're friends, because, you know, he definitely forces me to kind of embrace alternative ways of thinking. Just no, I, I think it's because I'm blacker than he is. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm not even mad at that, because it's probably true. Because this is the guy who apparently, back in the day, started, you know, running around with all these hip-hop heads out I in Cali. And I did. You know, I so did. actually, while, while we're on that, talk a little bit about that. Who are all these people that you all met right. that maybe people don't know about? Right. Like, well, this is hip-hop royalty right here. It's a past that, yes, I'm proud of. It's a past I don't talk about much. and uh, uh, But, yeah, I, I can't deny it. Um, back in the day, for those of you that are... 
old enough. On the West Coast, <laughs> there used to be a show on Power 106 called... Um, wow, Power 106. Power 106. Do you remember, remember that? that? No, well, it's still around. but um, And 92.3 The Bean. I'll get to that in a minute. But mm-hmm. So there used to be a show called Roll Call with the famous Baker Boys. We were from Bakersfield, California, and decided to become DJs. They're brothers. And Nick V and um, Eric Baker Boys. And they had a show called The Roll Call. Roll call, and like most kids during that that time, I started off break dancing. We were break dancing during the time when break dancing was no longer cool. <laughs> so I consider ourselves pioneers of an art form that had died. It's full-fledged now, ladies and gentlemen. So all you street stance people out there, all you, you, you team dancers and all you guys, yeah, yeah, you can, you can thank us later. We kept that, that, that real. <laughs> now, you guys took it to a whole new level, and I love what you're doing with it. But the 80s, it died after the 80s. We kind of kept it alive a little bit, and it's and, and, and where it is, where it is now. So, like, natural progression for most creatives, and Richard, I'm sure you can agree here, mm-hmm. you're, you're, gonna, you, you're not going to stick to one medium. It's just, it's just not going to happen. Right. Uh, you're, you're too creative. You're too, uh, you're too out of the box to, to stay with one medium for the most part. No right. disrespect for those who perfect a certain crap. All power to you, but I found myself that throughout the, you know, I, I go through uh, times where I, I, I express myself differently from painting on canvas to dancing on the floor to DJing, and eventually that turned into writing lyrics, you know, writing songs. And I teamed up with a cousin and a childhood friend of mine. Uh, we started uh, called Blood Brothers, and then we went to a bigger group called Area 51 with more MCs. Not gangster at all. Not too gangster <laughs> at all, no, not too gangster <laughs> at all, you know. Mind you, this was during the time. Nothing but a G thing and NWA and all that fun stuff. So you're going on the West Coast. If you're not rep- repping gangster, then uh, no one wants to really hear you. You know, mm-hmm. so for a white kid and two Latinos to come up in, you know, in the rap game in Los Angeles, where <laughs> like if you weren't from Watts or Compton, no one even cared about you. So, mm-hmm. long story short, we did that for a while. We ended up meeting a girl by the name of JV. Shout out to JV out there. She had a hit single called Neighborhood Queen. Okay. Out in uh, the West Coast. For those who are you from the West Coast and you're old enough, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And that led to a lot of opportunities. Started doing shows and opening up for bigger acts. Um, the time Easy E was still born, we did a show at the Los Angeles Coliseum, and we opened up. From, uh, so that led us to a lot of uh, you know opportunities and a lot of experiences that were pretty wild. And for a while, um, we were just rapping and touring mostly on the southwest of, of the country um, through her and opening up for her and, uh, and their other groups. And so anytime we had an opportunity, we would, you know, call radio stations, uh, battles or whatever. And one, the, the other member of our group, uh, shout out to Crow Magnum, Apocalypse, Random Area 51. What's up, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> and all my peeps out there, Rap Top Records, Flourish and Prosper, you know, all my po- people out there. Um, we decided to call the Wake Up Show uh, with Sway and Tech. If you guys remember, you guys know yeah, Sway. Yeah, Had a show called the Wake Up Show. And he used to have a show called the 11 O'Clock Battles that we used. Oh, yeah. Frank's getting a little top up with his drink. So this is the man who said, you know, I ain't into sweet things, but his drink just got a little flavor on it. Yeah, Yeah, see. There's been a lot of good bartenders out there, ladies and gentlemen, and I found one. So to finish the story, what ends up happening, we called the the Wake Up Show on the phone. 
for 11 o'clock battles because the screening was you had to spit a few bars. And if Sway liked you, you had to show up at the radio station within half an hour. Now, mind you, we were kids, cats, trying to get out there. It would take us at least an hour to drive out to the radio station. Yep. Long story short, we spit a couple bars. Sway was like, oh, I'm feeling you, kids. All right, get down here. Get down here by 11, and we'll have you on. Cool. My buddy Cro-Magnum and I, we jump in his Ford Escort, red, (laughs) 1990-something, and we just haul ass all the way down the 10, 101, and we get our asses down to somewhere on uh, Sunset and Vine, or I don't know where the hell where we were, where the studio was. We show up, ring the doorbell like, yeah, can we help you? Yeah, yeah, we're here. We're here to see Sway. Who are you guys? Oh, you know, this is uh, this is Crow Magnum or this is a uh, Lunatic Maniac. I don't even know what our names were at the time. <laughs> They're like, uh, yeah, we buzz Sway. He says he doesn't know y'all. He goes, yo, and we're like, what? <laughs> no, 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 no. We called up. We like, we just drove an hour. Like, we just called up. Where we want eleven o'clock battles. Like he said to come down. Hold on, buzz him back up. He goes, all right, hold on. <laughs> Going to the door. Now, mind you guys, for those of you that can pictures, don't know this. The radio stations are about as big as your bathroom. They're tiny little rooms. They're not big places. They're tiny little rooms. You know, for those of you that have never seen a radio station before, we walk in, and Sway's uh, talking to, I forget who, he, he's, he's doing his thing, and he's waving us, kind of throwing his hands up like, what are these two white kids? What are they doing in my damn radio? <laughs> you know, what are they doing in the building? And the guy points to him, and, and he, he holds up two, two fingers, like 11 o'clock, and the guy's like, Sway's looking at him like, what? He breaks for commercial. They let us in, and he goes, and he goes, who are you guys? We're like, we're the, the cats that call on the phone. This is Maniac and Lunatic. Like, yo, you know, you told us to come down. He goes, them cats I just spoke to like an hour ago. And yeah, he goes, I thought y'all were black. <laughs> Man, I looked at my friend like, all he had to I'm say. like, um, and so Sway literally made us a verse or t- another bar or two, you know, it. just right to prove that we were the same cats on the phone. And he goes, all right, y'all, then we're going to get you on. <laughs> So we get on, 11 o'clock battle show up, we start freestyling, I think I kick a verse or two. Next thing I know, y'all, next thing I know, I turn to the left and I see Diddy. Yo! Diddy. Oh, he doesn't take in the building taking care of business. Well, guess who's right behind him? Yes, your boy from Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn. Who that? Biggie was in the house, oh, yo. Oh, snap. He turns way in the middle of my verse, turns, and just waves Biggie to come in the room. Hurry up, get in here, get in here. <laughs> now, mind you, there's Sway's mic. There's a counter, and on the other side of the counter, there's three mics. I'm on one, <laughs> a buddy's on another, and there's an open mic. Yo. Guess who sits on that open? <laughs> he comes and he sits to the right of me. Wow. So, on the left is my buddy. In the middle, I sit, and to the right of me is Biggie Smalls. Damn. Sway, is, my buddy's kicking a verse on the, on, on the left of me. He's about to finish his verse. Sway's kind of looking at me like, you're next. You're I'm like, all in. right. Mm-hmm. And as I'm going through my my stuff, I'm freestyling or whatever I'm kicking, he looks at me and he's like, and he points over to, to Biggie to like, oh, wait, pass oh, it to Biggie. Oh, shit. He's going to jump on it. Oh, Pass it to Biggie. <laughs> pass it to Biggie. Like, I'm sitting right here like, I, you know, I got a CD in my truck you right know? now. Like, <laughs> I hope like, y'all are recording this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> my, my boys, me. He called her up and said, hey, mom, do me a favor. About 11 o'clock, just hit record right here and hey, cassette and tape, cassette, right, cassette tape, tape, cassette That's what I was about tape. to say. These are the days where you're listening to the radio, you throw in the cassette tape, and you wait to hit to record. Oh, my God, yo. And, yes, I do have the proof of cassette. So if anybody has a cassette player, I will play it. 
Long story short, ladies and gentlemen, Sway's pointing at me like, when you're done with your verse, boy, pass it over to the pass right. Pass it over. Now, Ooh. mind you, I, 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 I'm foul. I'm foul. You guys know that. So I'm, I'm foul on the radio. <laughs> I start going freestyle on it because I'm like, I've got to pass this mic to Biggie. Like, i got to throw him in the verse somewhere somehow. So <laughs> I, I abandoned anything I had in my head or had written, and I just went straight freestyle. Well... I committed the carnal sin, and I'm like, I'm going to pass it to my niggy biggie. And that's the reaction I got from Sway right there, ladies and gentlemen. He was like, oh, you can't say niggy on the radio. But I did anyway. But like a true MC, Biggie just came in like, I was like, oh. Oh. Without a beat. And I was just waiting to be like, oh, man, I'm, I'm going to hug this guy when I'm done. <laughs> That's not the way it works, ladies and gentlemen. The real life, Sway looked at me and my boy, looked at us and said, waved his Bye-bye. hand goodbye and said, get the hell out of my studio in the middle of Biggie's verse. <laughs> so we left, you know, in the middle Damn. of Biggie's verse. Um, and just so you guys know, he, he looked a lot bigger in photos and videos. <laughs> In the studio, Biggie wasn't as big. His voice is humongous, but he wasn't as big. Yeah. So to me, Rich, that was probably still, with the exception of my babies being born, shout out to my girls, Maya and Nella. That was uh, one of the times that yeah. I, I could look back and say, like, wow, like, I'm fortunate. Like, I, I, no. I, 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 I passed it, and I That's got proof. an amazing Probably wasn't the dopest freestyle I could kick, but you know what? I passed the mic no, to Biggie. I mean, you that know? alone, you were in the same, you know, right when he was coming up, you know, so that. Oh, yeah, he was actually promoting ready to die at the time yeah. uh it had just dropped i bought it i think it was within weeks of, of him i think he was touring the, the country you know promoting the album I and mean, i think he was in la during that set which is why he just showed up and sway's like yeah yeah come on in come on yeah, in like, yeah. like like you know you're, no, you're good no you know required yeah, yeah most bitches don't believe me but uh, <laughs> it's okay i got the i got the cassette to that you're you're part of history that's, that's part of history is. yeah and yeah. and so we kept working and we kept doing stuff i mean i still got boys out there we still occasionally put in work uh, i don't get to write as much these days being a father and, and, and being a creative a, a designer and stuff but um you know we had a, a a track that came out in a film so we just kept doing work and we still do work you know that's what you love to do but we all have to pay the bills and work for the man and you know nine to five and get in the hamster wheel and just keep spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning spinning, spinning. (laughs) (laughs) that was a chris rock uh skit right there not my word so (laughs) oh man yeah go ahead and keep eating your huevos rancheros you've been talking for a minute i know yeah so um i can take it away for a little bit so let me ask you a question oh shit mr diplomancy he is you know he is the young prince of wakanda but I, really I, don't, I don't really, I don't really, you know, normally he answer take questions. questions no, I know. He, he didn't know I was going to flip it on him. He didn't know that I was going to be like, oh, you're interviewing me? No, 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 I'm interviewing you. I'm just playing. I don't know. You might not like what you have to hear, you know. <laughs> So, you tell me. You're you're a Renaissance man. I mean, every time I turn and look at you from Wednesday to Friday, you're working on a different project. I think you Damn. have like maybe forty projects at Damn. one time. We you just dropped. You, you just put a little album together. I know you're not. It's not mm. fully, you know, mm-hmm. mixed and ready to ready for yeah. you know Capitol Records to hear. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, you're you're creative. You're a, a, a talented photographer. You're a videographer, and Damn. now you're dropping albums. Damn. So tell me, where do you find the time? Damn. That's what I really want to know. Is where the hell do you find the time? My head's about to blow up right uh-huh. now. Where, is it, where do you find the time? And no, two, you know, what's it's, the motivation? You, you, you make the time. Oh. You know, That's what it is. You make the time. And, right. you know, Frank's absolutely right. It's one of those things where, as a creative, you know, some people, they stick to one particular hustle, and they perfect it, and they make it crisp and clean, and you know, I wish I was the kind of person that could do that, but I must have some form of ADD. <laughs> you know, I just I can't focus on one thing. You know, for there's too medication long. for that, right? 
<laughs> you mean Adderall? <laughs> you know? I don't know, but we're getting them check, ladies Those and gentlemen. Addies. <laughs> um, no, but, you know, it's... It's one of those things where I, I grew up just being interested in so many different things and, you know, coming from a kind of traditional background, it's kind of like it was a bit constrained and it was like, you know what, you're going to grow up and, you know, you're going to be a doctor, you're going to be an engineer, you're going to be a lawyer. And, and, you know, I got to a point in my life where I was like, I can't conform. No, thank you. Yeah, I can't conform <laughs> to all of that anymore. And so that's when I kind of realized this creative renaissance within myself where, you know, I grew up singing in the choir, and, you know, as I went to college, I saw a professor who was into photography, mm-hmm. and then when I just had my job, and I was like, you know, video is where it's at, and this whole YouTube generation, and so it's like, I, all these things are happening around me, and they're inspiring me, and I'm completely, like, in, engulfed in all of it. I was like, there's no way I'm not going to try my hand at all of this, right? Sure, absolutely. You know? So... You know, next thing I know, I'm buying a camera. Next thing I know, I'm buying microphones. Next thing I know, it, it's just... He's I'm at the strip club, throwing dollar bills. <laughs> next thing you know, he's, he's driving a Ferrari. No, no, keep it... Even no, if it is no, rented. That, that wasn't part of it. Yo, keep it down. <laughs> but, yeah, no, in all seriousness, it's just... You, you realize, fine, okay, you need that stability, you need that income, so you get the 9 to 5, you work for the man, you do basic marketing, advertising, which, don't get me wrong, you know, sometimes it's very rewarding and fulfilling, and it's definitely a stable paycheck, but, you know, you get home after 5 o'clock and you're like, you know, there's got to be more to all of this, right? And so then you start exploring with coding then you start exploring with taking photos in your apartment then you start exploring with like editing and chopping up music videos and stuff like that or you know singing a verse here and there yeah so that's just how i do it and he does have a beautiful voice ladies and gentlemen it is sultry as a motherfucker i don't know i sang can you hear the love tonight earlier and that that wasn't that's how i knew not only that (laughs) That you really what you really need to hear is his rendition of let it go Ooh. From the soundtrack Ooh. Frozen. Ooh. That, ladies and gentlemen, um, you got to hear that. Um, I don't really So, Adina Menzel, Adina Menzel, you better <laughs> run for the hills. Because Richard Ackman, ex- a- a.k.a. Um, Xavier Knight, he's got you on that fake one. Fake news, fake news. <laughs> <laughs> Media telling hella lies. So, but, yeah. but one of the things I do love about what you do and what you bring to is the motherland. Your mm. motherland. I am, I've always been intrigued. Uh, you know, uh, born and raised American. Love it here. This is my, what we call patria in, in Spanish. It's, this is my homeland. I will ride and die for the stars and stripes. Yeah. But I do love it when I get to see. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Hold oh, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. We wait. got a special yes, guest over do, here. Hold on, hold on. This is the bartender I've been talking who, about the whole podcast. Who, who about are that, you, uh, and um, can you explain what you're doing here? Yes. Hey, how are you guys? Good, how Andrea, are you? Andrea Miranda. Oh, Andrea Miranda, ladies and gentlemen. I'm the bartender at Mexico. Yes, she is. And she's the one that makes um, the killer I've drinks. I've been here since they opened. Okay. And we love to make margaritas. That's what it is. Yeah, and she got a hustle down strong, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah but you, you know, that's not her only with. hustle. You know, <laughs> yo, whole, just like two seconds, what do you do when you're not here at Mexico? Yeah. I work at another place. It's a nightclub. <laughs> and I still keep making drinks. Yeah, and right. I go to my sister's house and keep making drinks. 
And for you motherfuckers out there that owe us some money, you better pay up soon. All right, you know. Hey, you know, we we come here, we hear all these stories. Andrea's life. We talk to her. We get to know her. She gets to know us. It's family. You know, it's family out here. So, you know, everybody's got their hustle. Yeah. Do your thing, you know? Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, very talented bartender, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not going to... So, uh, yeah, I was ta- asking you about your the motherland. Uh, how you know, often and when... I feel like a lot of your work um, really does reflect your homeland. Yeah, it's a beautiful so, thing. It, you know, and I'm going to be a little bit hard on myself here, but it's all in love, right? So, of course. You know... When I go back to Ghana, I know that my fellow Ghanaians, my people, my brothers and sisters, they see me and they see basically a Yankee, right? And that's the <laughs> nickname for people who, you know, you went, you lived abroad, you come back, you think you're part of the motherland still, but you're really, like, privileged and whatnot. Oh, you're no longer part of us. Yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I get that. That's the perception that I get sometimes on the other side. But when I'm over here, it's like... Being African, being Ghanaian, is part of my self-identity. So it's like anything that I do, whether it's in photography or in music, I'm always going to incorporate some influence of that heritage, right? And so even my logo, my brand right now, is the symbol of an eye, right? Illuminati. I'm trying. <laughs> oh, we, we're going to get to that in a minute. No, don't get me started. <laughs> we, we'll get we're going to get Joe minute. Rogan on the phone. We're going to get everybody on the phone right now. So the, my logo is the symbol of an eye, and um, it, it's got these rays coming out of it. But um, what m- most people don't know is that it's actually what we call an adinkra symbol. And mm-hmm. adinkra symbol, to kind of oversimplify it, is yeah. kind of like uh, our Ghanaian hieroglyphics, right? Oh, it's like okay. a visual language. So, and there are thousands of these symbols. And so this particular symbol I chose... Is there one for Big Booty? <laughs> I'm sponge. Wow! <laughs> you gotta ask. I'll, I'll have to go into the archives for <laughs> yeah, that check, one. Yeah, check. Do me a favor. I want to make a shirt out of that symbol. <laughs> but um, so stuff like that is, you know, I pull from that to influence my brand. And then, you know, when I'm doing music, you'll hear a lot of these Afrocentric drums and beats going on yeah, in the background. Yeah, definitely do. And when I'm doing photography, I'll include certain elements like these masks that are very indigenous to our people and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, and patterns and everything like that. So, you know, I, I really do self-identify as being Ghanaian and African. Okay. And, you know, I really, like, I can't have a conversation with anybody here in the States without saying something like I'm from West Africa or I'm Ghanaian. You sure. know, just because I, not, not, yes, kind of like, I'm proud of it. And, and I shouldn't be ashamed, ashamed no, to be of proud not. of it. Of and not. I'm always going to put that in front of people like, yo, I know I sound American. I know I sound like a Yankee. I sound like African-American, but don't get it twisted. I am from Ghana. I am black as original black. You yes. know, not to create any more discrimination against our people or, you know, segregation among African-Americans and um, uh, Africans. But I want people to know I came from the source. Sure. Right? And I still have a connection to that. I go back almost every two to three years, you know, and I speak the language with my uh, or my particular tribal language, which is funny. Bit of that. Like, why, don't you, why don't you say, like, um, I like big butts and I cannot lie. Whoa. Can you say that? How, do, how would that sound? <laughs> now, you know. I, All right, I, fine. You want to say, I like big butts and lie. Now, nah. you know, I'm just going to say mipewasem, which means, uh, you know, I'm all about you. Like, uh, okay. I, I like your style, you know, oh, that kind okay. of thing. Okay, good, good. Right? You ain't coming home with me, but that's <laughs> Like that. How do you say that again? Mepawasem. 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 Which kind of literally translates into, I like 
I like what you're about. Oh, okay. You know, I like your I like, I, that, I like your business or I, something. You and know, I like I like, like that. that saying. So I mean if you're chilling, you know, I could just say Mapawasam? Yeah, yeah, Mipawasam. But you know, you, you would normally say that to a girl. <laughs> yeah. But you know, oh, it, good looking brother. Yeah, it, it's kind of, <laughs> that's basically it. It's like good looking out, brother. Like you know, I appreciate okay. you. That kind of thing. So you could also say that to a guy in that. Group. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. All right. I like that. I like that. Okay. All right. I guess we're gonna stop interviewing the interviewer. <laughs> Oh, that yeah, whole stuff. okay. But now I want to get back to All your right. shit, right? Oh. But the moment I brought up that eye, this uh-huh. guy went in talking about Illuminati. Oh, Listen, no, you're this opening guy up that is can. like this guy is like <laughs> conspiracy theory. Like, well, it's think, only conspiracy theory until it comes Listen, becomes truth. You, you know what I mean? Mulder on the X Files is about conspiracy theory. <laughs> Let me give you a roster of what this guy has got conspiracy theories about. He's got conspiracy theories about the Illuminati, which you already know. Chemtrails up in the sky. Oh yeah, the Rothschild family. Family, oh, those bastards. Um, DC pedophilia rings. Oh, we've been worse. And then, of course, aliens and shit. So, you oh, know. Our brothers and sisters <laughs> in the galaxy, ladies and gentlemen, in the universe. <laughs> so, Come you know on. what? You pick any one of those and you you just freestyle right look, now while look, I eat look, something. Look, look. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have to sit here and tell you guys that, uh, that you know, everything you're being fed right now is a big bowl of bullshit. Um, I don't have to tell you that. I think you guys know that. The, the world at large knows that. The question is, when the hell are you guys just going to admit it? <laughs> That's what I want to know. That's where I'm at at this point. It's a rude awakening, and I do believe there is a renaissance happening. I do believe there is an awakening at the very moment occurring um, with uh, the world at large. Not just Americans, ladies and gentlemen, but the world at large. We, um, Harvey Weinstein, sorry, buddy, but you're the sacrificing lamb. You should start this whole thing. Yeah, You started <laughs> oh this God. whole thing, you know. We're going to open up that can of worms. The problem, Rich, is that it's not just one area. This is the thing. This is the thing that, that my wife rolls her eyes at me every single day and looks at me like, oh, another story. I'm like, God, just let it go. I'm like, babe, but I'm tired of breathing chemicals in the air. Babe, I'm tired of drinking fluoride in the water. I mean, I don't even use real toothpaste. I use baking soda and coconut oil, ladies and gentlemen. I am not. I, I'm one of those. So, CIA, if you are listening right now, yeah, put me on that list. Put me on that list. Put me on that list because um, I'm, I'm that nut job. And, and you don't even have to put me on this. Just, 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 just follow. Just follow. Just, 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 just look at my my browser history. <laughs> even in incognito mode, it doesn't matter. This podcast is actually sponsored by the CIA. Please continue. <laughs> Uh, shout outs to Junior Assange and uh, really, Edward Snowden. Really, <laughs> tag words, tag words. We're just going to keep flagging those words. Uh, Pedogate. Uh, we're, we're really pedophilia. just trying to get a bigger audience. That's all it is. We don't believe in these things. We just The hashtags are going to just bring in a bigger audience. No, I think what, it, what, it, what happened was it all started with my love for sci-fi. And this is another thing that Rich and I have in common is we do love you know a good sci-fi story. And uh, it always started there as a kid. And uh, I always believed that. Like most of us, you know, there's something greater than us, and there's so much more out there to to be known, to be seen, to experience. Um, and I don't believe that this is it. I believe the opposite. I believe we've been contained, ladies and gentlemen. I believe that we've been put on this little round orb to keep us away from all the things that empower us. <laughs> I'll be running for office in 2035, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, I'm looking for your vote. Listen, you know, the hashtag woke never really meant anything to me until right now. <laughs> this and black guy, lives do. Like, 
I, I don't know how his, his girl puts up with it because just the short amount yes. of time. She said yes. Just the short amount of time I've known this guy that and she the short yes. amount of exposure of time at work with this guy. Yeah. I have to hear all of this. And I'm like, damn, if I had to hear this outside of the workplace, I don't know how I would survive. I do give him credit. He still is my friend. At least I think he still is. Where This is happy hour with friends, so he could be lying to me. But Friends is uh, a very loose term, you know. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, I do believe in, in a lot of the stuff. And I listen to a lot of people. I'm going to give some – I'm going to throw some names out there for you guys that are listening. And if you don't believe me, David Wilcock. Corey Good, listen to my man Jimmy Church, uh, Faded Black Radio. Start there, see if you if you can stomach that. If you can, then there's a world of possibilities and there's a world of infinite um, possibilities and, and and of information out there that you guys it will twitch your cap. And do yourself a favor, just abandon all your beliefs for the moment. Doesn't mean you have to buy this. Doesn't mean you have to drink the Kool Aid. Just for that moment of time, just abandon everything you know and you think, and just give it a shot. The information. You will see that if you do, that that information will resonate in your gut. It will resonate in your gut, and you will start to see that, you know what, there might be some truth in this. Doesn't mean you have to buy it full line and sinker, but at least entertain it, and you never know. You know, I like Kool-Aid. It, it's, it's quite tasty. <laughs> <laughs> Here's black, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> great flavor. Again, we're not stereotypical. We just call it out what it is. Nothing you know what I'm saying? Nothing but great. Nothing no. but great. Great, 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 great. Now, the dad of tequila flavor Kool Aid, <laughs> I'm there. Skins would be right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, uh, oh my God. or a Jamaica. <laughs> or some horchata flavor. Horchata. Oh, my God. We're there. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I mean, I got to say, like, you've really encouraged me to, like, open up my mind a little bit more and you know yeah. what I'm, I'm all about that like i come from very traditional and conservative views yeah um, we all do and you know it's take it's taken a long time to kind of unlearn a lot of things didn't i honestly didn't resonate and i didn't actually believe in those things it was just what i was kind of conditioned to you know buy into and so as I've grown older, you learn to think for yourself. And, mm -hmm. you know, some things are a little too extreme for me to still wrap my head around. But, you know, yeah. just being friends with you and having these conversations, they've really encouraged me to kind of like, all right, you know what? Let me actually just go to this link he sent me. and Let me just read. Oh, my thing. job here is done, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> my job here. No time to move on to the next one. <laughs> you know? And sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, what the hell did he what just send this? me? What is this? Such a bull crap. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, yo, Frank. You know, really? you, you know that chemtrails are really like evaporated vapor in the sky. That's just no, science, those, those, right? No, those are contrails. There's a difference, my friend. There's a huge difference. When they linger in the air, that did not evaporate. But oh look, we're not, this is not a debate. But I do I do applaud your openness to it. And that's all I think you, you, you that most people could ask. Um, it's, so it's, here, here, I got to jump in here because this is something that it kind of has – been on my mind for a while and i think we've talked about it a little bit but no i am not gonna sleep with you <laughs> damn okay um moving on <laughs> no but <Next> seriously question. <laughs> but seriously um you know i i value and appreciate your alternative thinking sure and but sometimes i think to my you know as a parent right oh god you know you, you're raising your kids yeah. and your kids are going to pick up on your values sure. and your thoughts you know and everything like that and so are, is this something that you're going to kind of open their minds to or, or well, tell them to think for themselves and read I, up? Or 
Good question. No, very good question. No, I, 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 to answer to the short answer, I will always tell them that it's your, it's your belief. It's your, it's your, you follow the, the, the things in life that resonate with you. That's what I will always tell them. I will always tell them that. What I will say though is that I will educate them in the sense that always look at all sides of an R research. Don't just be biased and go with one side. Never do that. Never do that. You're 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 doing yourself you're not doing yourself any favors. It's a detriment to your own belief when you just sit there and say someone tells you something. Look, someone a lot of this information that I do follow or do listen to, I don't right off the bat just say, Hey, oh, this is it. Oh, I like what he's saying just because I agree with it and boom. Right. No, do your own research, ladies and gentlemen. You do the groundwork. Don't expect someone else to do it for you. Because if you do that, you're just following just another person like we've been following our whole lives. You what you wanna do is you wanna do your own research. You wanna say, Okay, here here's chemtrails. All right, let's just take that for an example. Sure. No, and I'm not going to get into it. I'm just going to say, <laughs> okay, so um, I believe it's this. I, uh, I'm being told. I, I, I looked up on the, on the government website, and it says it's this. Um, uh, the news said it's that. Okay, there is, that's, that's it. That's only two views and two sources of information. Sure. Why don't you talk to the pilots? Why don't you talk to the people that, um, that um, actually are experiencing these things firsthand? Um, have you spoken to people that are testing the quality of the air out there? Have you spoken to ex-military people? Have you listened to their podcasts? Get the, few, the full view of the matter, and then you come to your own conclusion. That's how you're going to know, and that's what I've done. At first, a lot of the information that um, you and I sometimes talk about, yeah. it's, just, it's just really it's, it's, it's a lot to digest, mm-hmm. right? When I tell them that, I can believe that Gwyneth Paltrow had a sleep with Harvey Weinstein to get the part of Pepper Potts in uh, Iron Man. That I could believe. Can you believe that it was happening to young kids? So these are topics that are are not easy to stomach. It's easier to dismiss and say that someone is crazy Mm -hmm. and it's outlandish what they're saying than it is to accept what they're saying okay it's a lot easier that way yeah. accountability right and i'm not saying you do that i'm not saying we do i think we all do that to, to some degree so just to to, to, to kind of end the point is that i'm gonna always sh- uh, tell my daughters and my friends and family that look this information is what i'm hearing and what i'm listening to take it and do what you want with it but what i do advise is that you take it and you do your own research and at the end of the day you still think it's a bunch of garbage then that's where you sit with that information you believe what i mean um, but you don't have to go where there's a lot of information and it's at our fingertips. But just like there is, there's a lot of disinformation. So it's hard to cipher through all of it. And that's what makes it so hard. So instead of us putting in the work, it's a lot of times easier for us to just deny it or turn around and just ignore it altogether. Yeah. So that's where I stand. No, that's great. I mean, that was the serious part of our path, cost, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. And now we go back to the funny part because the first thought in my mind is, you know what, Frank is, you know, he, he's got both sides. He's got that hilarious, comedic, and completely off the rail side. And then Peace to all my Geminis out there. <laughs> and then he's also got his very serious and, you know, very understanding, intellectual side. You know, and the thought that occurs to me is that when, you, when you're exposed to this and you kind of see him in the street talking about, oh, damn, look at that fat booty. Look at that nice girl. Whatever. I do not say that. Okay, sure you yeah. know. His karma, Only on his cosmic karma is that he got two daughters. 
He's right. So, He's right, ladies so, and gentlemen. Be careful what? what you say. So all that stuff you hear him saying on the podcast about that, you know, just know that when he goes home, he's got a lot to work with. Yeah. And, and, and just so you guys know, and God, if you're listening right now, I'm sure you are, that wasn't the smartest move to give me two daughters. Because you know what ends up happening now? Now, I'm, now I know I'm paying the price, so now I'm really going to cash in on my check. Now I'm really going to go in. Nice. We just took a picture with our favorite bartender, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sure you'll see selfie. that on Instagram, some, uh, a selfie. There you go. Um, so, yeah, so that's, that's where I stand on it. You know, um, I do believe that humor is the best medicine for everything. Laughter and love, straight up, no, no lies. That's what's going to keep us young. It's going to keep us healthy. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. you know, that is some good, a good plastic surgeon, I, I think, you know, <laughs> might, might just do the trick, you know. <laughs> Yeah, because, you know, he can't say something serious without messing it all up right afterwards. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it, this, is, um, this is good. I've actually, um, Rich asked me uh, uh, quite some time ago to do this uh, with my wife, uh, with Aga and I, actually. Um, oh, man, that would have been so much fun with Aga. It, it would have, because she would have kept, uh, she's the, the checks and balance. She's the yink to my yang, ladies and gentlemen. She puts and me in she check. she would bust your balls, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> which would only make me want to say even more <laughs> derogatory things. Um, I'm almost curious to, like, just talk to her specifically <laughs> about you and see. Oh, God. Would, <laughs> Whatever you do, don't let me listen to that. Oh, my God. I think that would be more funny than this actual episode. Yeah, it could lead to divorce, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that um, I think we've become a little sensitive. And I think, it's, I think it's right to be cautious of, you know, people and what you say. But I also think, like, you know what? Take a fucking chill pill, B. <laughs> and just relax. Like, it's just a joke. Do I mean that? No. If I said it, yeah. Did you get offended? Maybe. But guess what? You're alive. I'm alive. We can laugh about it. Or you can tell me to fuck off and you can go home and have a margarita. I don't really yeah. care. <laughs> but the thing is that, you know, we have no control but over the reactions of our own, our own reactions. That's that's the only thing that we have control over. Right. So um, my thing is uh, I will show if anything, if there's anything I can show my daughters is um, – uh, I'm, I'm going to give them elephant skin, thick, thick, thick skin, and this rhino skin in the sense of saying, you know, um, the world's going to say shit, and you're going to hear things, and people may speak to you a certain way. You turn to them, you laugh it off, or you give it right back to them, and then you go about your business, and you just r- let it roll off your fucking shoulder. By the way, the huevos rancheros at this place, slamming. Boy, all right, let's talk a little bit I about slam that. harder you know, than Kobe Bryant. A little promotion over here. No, you know, no shame in it. So, man, I mean, we've pretty much gone through this entire menu. Yeah, like no doubts. And we've seen we've seen like four different designs of the menu since yeah. we've been coming here. <laughs> of course, we would notice that as designers. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we've been through all their sl- almost all their sliders. Mm. You know, all their uh, tacos, almost yeah, all yeah. their burritos. Oh, and we're getting handed shots right Maybe now. Oh, oh, my we'll keep God. That, we'll, for, for, yeah, so that we can... <coughs> Ladies, I got to clear my throat. Oh Ladies my and gentlemen. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, hey, hey. What are we cheersing to uh, before you... To Mexico, to, to our Mexico, wonderful, our wonderful host that hasn't, host. That's been on the mic for about two seconds. Andrea, Absolutely. thank you very much for this. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and uh, to good friends, right? Yeah. Thank you, Richard, for having me. Cheers, man. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Woo, that's right. That was smooth. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Yeah, tequila, ladies and gentlemen. I swear that's what keeps me young. Forgive Viagra. Who the hell needs it? <laughs> Bottle of Patron, and you're good. Wow. Yeah. No. I mean, this place has been really good for us. You know, mm. we we come here, we work through the menu, we sure. taste a lot of good stuff. You know, a lot of 
traditional kind of Mexican, but some fusion also in there, you know? Oh, yeah. And again, uh, shout-outs to our girl, Nati. She's the one that kind of, I think, one Put day, she place, used to come right? with us. There used to be a trio, and we would come here for lunch every Friday, and uh, she's the one that kind of put us onto this spot. I actually came here to the one located near Times Square with my wife, and I did not have a good experience in there. So mm. when Natalia told us, hey, let's just try the one here by, by work, which is, uh, again, uh, by the Flatiron District, I was hesitant. Uh, yeah. But walking in, meeting Andrea, being our bartender, totally changed the whole thing. So, Absolutely. ladies and gentlemen, here's a plug to Mexico. If you guys are ever in the city, try the one here and, uh, by the Flatiron District. Definitely worth your Yep, I your agree. Trip? Right. I mean, is, I could keep going. I'm sure you could. I don't doubt it. <laughs> I just got to call me. my agent, my wife, my work. <laughs> and that. I'm not coming back for the rest of the day. This guy could go on for hours. But, yeah, it's been another episode of Happy uh, Hour with Friends. This is your boy, Rich. It's been real. Peace out. Peace. Um. yourself something funky.